You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Seven minutes after nine Central African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening, of course. It's the night of Yomul Jumwa. And I see my two engineers are definitely in a good mood. Brother Dawood Mondley, since I have uh, came in here this evening here in Durban, he only, he's only smiling. He's only smiling. And um, of course, we're going to be welcoming our beloved Honorable Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Mawlana Salim Karim, Adamat Barakatuhum, on this auspicious night of the night of Yawmul Jumu'ah. Our topic tonight is what? Our topic tonight is on forgiveness and tawbah. Sometimes you ask yourself, can I forgive the person? And if I forgive the person, can I let go of that hatred that I had for him? Or... If I forgive the person, will I be still the same person towards him? Or won't I be? Because you get a lot of people out there. They just say, ah, Molana, we just forgive from the tongue, not from the heart. A lot of people say, Molana, you can forgive, but you can't forget. But you must ask on the other hand. What Allah says in the Quran, para 14, Nabi ibadi, anni, an al rahim. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the other point, we're going to be touching on tawbah, repentance, we are now in the month of Shaban. Next week, Thursday night, will be the 15th night of Shaban. Who will be deprived? Who will be amongst those seven people who will be deprived from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And I want everyone to listen attentively. Tonight, our beloved Ustad is going to give us some beautiful tips and words of nasiha. Ustad, welcome to the, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Walaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Malana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. Dosto, azizo, fakiro. Dosto means friends. Azizo means beloved. Mm-hmm. Fakiro means humble. So we are all fakir. We are humble. And we are Allah's servants. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us forgiveness on this night of Jumu'ah, a sacred night in the sense of ibadat, forgiveness, expressing gratitude and shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, Mulana, a beautiful topic which every individual somehow, somewhere is affected. Mm. We all have issues. We have friends, we have enemies, we have associates, so many different types of relationships we share in this world. But somewhere along the line, because of misunderstanding, misinterpretation, so much of the relationships are shattered and broke. So your strongest relationship with, must be with Allah Rabbul Alameen. And Huzuri Paak Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If this two relationships, one with Allah Rabbul Alameen, and secondly with Rahmatullil Alameen Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then no power in the world can break you. That's the power of La ilaha illallah, and that's the power of Muhammadur Rasulullah. So, Mulana, let's start this beautiful evening with Durood and Salaam upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما 
Yesterday I was clever. So I wanted to change the world. Mm-hmm. Today I am wise. So I am changing myself. Mm. Subhanallah. Yesterday I was clever. So I wanted to change the world. And today I'm wise. So I'm changing myself. Mm. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq Ameen. to make sincere tawbah. Ameen. Allahumma ja'alna minat tawabid. Allah make it from those who repent. Allahumma ja'alna minal muflihin. Allah make it from those who are successful. Allahumma ja'alna minal shakirin. Allah make it from those who are grateful. Allahumma ja'alna minal zakirin. Allah make us from those who remember you. Tera naam sattar ghafwar Allah, you have two beautiful qualities and attributes. Ghafwar, maaf karne Sattar, conceal. Allah conceals our gunas. Allah hides our gunas. Allah does not expose our gunas. Tera naam sattar ghafwar Oh Allah, your beautiful attributes is ghafwar, sattar. Mera naam aasi gunhega. Oh Allah, my name is a sinner and a transgressor. But pari ta'ala, Allahumma maghfiratuka awsawu min zunubi. وَرَحْمَتُكَ عَرْجَا عِنْدِي مِنْ عَمَلِي What a beautiful dua to make, istighfar. Ask Allah for forgiveness. We have wronged. And keep this dua of Sayyidina Adam ala Nabiina alayhi salatu wassalam on your tongue constantly. What is the dua? رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنْفُسَنَا وَإِنْ لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Whenever you make a guna, whenever you commit a guna, first thing, remorse, feel remorseful, feel bad inside you. Your soul should be restless, troubled, this heart must be pumping. As you say, palpitation. Okay, I committed a guna now. But Allah Ta'ala has given us an opportunity to say, my banda, never mind. So what dua did Hazrat Adam salam make to Allah? And Allah Ta'ala said, don't eat that fruit. Mm. Shaitan came and made waswasa. He whispered, and Hazrat Adam salam and Hazrat Awa, Hawa ate of that fruit. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought Hazrat Adam salam onto this earth. Out of Jannah onto this earth. Hazrat Adam salam cried and cried in the presence of Allah in these beautiful words. Adam is our father. Abuna Adam, O son of Adam. Tonight is a night of dua. All the, all the duas we're making here tonight, Malana, all of us mm-hmm. say we must say Ameen. Ameen. Yeah. Our listeners to scream Ameen. Koi baat nahi. ki koi baat nahi. Malana, you say you don't have to fear. Because Imam Shafi Rahmatullah he said, you know, forgiveness relieved my soul of anxiety. Mulana, those who harbor ill inside them. Mulana, they suffer from so many illness. As somebody said, you know, studies have found that forgiving is good for your health. As we say, let go. You will benefit more. In the person who oppressed you. 
So people have done the research. Allah has already said, Ataibu Habibullah. That those who repent sincerely, Allah's beloved, Allah ki mahabub ban gaye. You got no worries. Ataibu minad dhammi kam Allah zambala. When you make tawbah sincerely for the sins you've committed, and you know, Mulana, the sad part of it, you know, what a foolish mentality we have. We go and hide in the hotel, we go and hide in the mountains, we go and hide in the bushes. We brag about the gunas. I slept with so many women, I robbed so many people. This is the attitude and the mindset some of us have. But see how beautifully Allah Ta'ala said, Atta'ibu Habibullah. My banda, what is a guna? You'll get tired making sins and committing sins, but Allah will never get tired forgiving. But He doesn't give you the key to continuously make guna. The hope that Allah is going to forgive you. You abstain from guna. <laughs> and if by mistake you committed guna, then fall run immediately. Jaldi se tawbah kar. Ustad, can I... Leave the dua of Sayyidina I... Adam. Ala nabiyina alayhi salatu wassalam. Ji mulana. Okay, can I stop you there, Ustad? There's a listener hey. saying, since you, st- uh, you, you, you touch him on that point. You said, Allah hides our faults, our gunas. So why can't I expose my brother-in-law's faults and gunas? Because he's busy having an affair with his wife's best friend. But no one knows about it. So you said Allah hides our faults. Ustad. Whoever sees a guna or a sin being committed, see how beautiful Islam is. Mm. When you see a wrong and a guna being committed, stop it with your hands. Which is an indication that you are such a personality of authority and power that your one word is an authority, the person will stop. You have that power. You have that capacity. Then you should stop it. If you're an alim, you're a ruler, you're a qazi, you're a mufti, stop it. You have that power. And if you can't do that, then speak up and condemn the wrong. Correct the wrong. Allah has given you a tongue. Don't say it's not my business. If it's your daughter, she's my daughter. If it's your son, Morana is my son. Indeed. That's not a true friend, Morana, who knows all my mistakes and hides it. Sure. That's not a true friend. A true friend is he or she who will identify my mistakes and shortcomings and help me correct it. There's a brother that's asking a question. Fair question. But see how beautiful Islam is. First, if you are in a position of authority, then stop it. If you can't achieve that with your hands and with the power and influence that you have, then Sharia says the next step, speak about it. Stop it with your tongue. Amar bil maruf and nahi anil munkar. Enjoin good and forbid the wrong. And if you can't do that and you are weak, then at least in your heart, feel bad. Number two, when you want to do and correct the person, must you correct that person in public and embarrass it? Mm. Take the person one side and sit him down, or close behind doors, and tell the person, see, what you're doing is wrong. You see, you and I, Molana, we like to broadcast one and like to embarrass people publicly. Mm. Whenever there was a mistake amongst the Sahaba Kiram, and Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is to correct it 
Rasulullah never took anybody's name. All Rasulullah would do would come onto the member, praise Allah and glorify Allah, send durood and salam upon himself as well. And then say, Ma'bala Kobin, what's wrong with the community? What's wrong with the people? Allahu Akbar. La tanzuru ila zanubil ibad. Don't look at the faults and mistakes of people as if you are Allah. You don't have that right. You should make shukr ki Allah protected me from that guna. So here is a person saying that I know that man is having an affair. Mm. What did you do about it? Did you try, inshallah, to call the brother and explain to him, see what you're doing is wrong. Mm. Allah is hazir, nazir. Allah is watching you. Why are you doing something that's going to invite the rock of Allah? On the other side, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man satara aiba akhihi. Whoever hides the fault of his Muslim brother, Allah will hide his faults on the day of Qiyamah. It does not mean if somebody committed a guna and a grave sin, you go and broadcast it on social media. <laughs> yeah. Go and give nasihat to that person in private, in privacy, go and correct the wrong. Because tomorrow, people living in glass houses, Molana, should not throw stones at others. You laughing and mocking somebody's misfortune. The Rafa's got that habit. Very good. Allah disgraced him. Good. My curse came on him. Good. He was a proud man. Allah destroyed him. Destroyed him. We say these harsh words. You don't have the right to do that. Because Allah Ta'ala is Ghafoor ul Rahim. See what Allah is saying. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Ya Rasulullah, say to my banda, Allah is saying, my banda, say to my servants, after committing such gunas, Allah is still saying, with respect and dignity, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ آمَنَا Say to my banda who believe, in لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ مُحَمَّدُ الْرَسُولُ Who have harmed their souls, they are not. By committing gunas, la taqnatu min Don't despair of Allah's mercy. Inna Allah yaqfiru zanuba jami'ah. Verily, Allah Ta'ala will forgive our gunas and sins. So, the brother who asked the question, if he has the power, he has the strength and energy and gut to correct the wrong, then he should do it. But when you do it, do it with dignity and respect. Do not embarrass the person. Do not do certain things that will bring pain and taklif to him. Do it in the right way. I'm not saying to condone the wrong. To correct the wrong. But there's a way that you do it. But if you laugh at other people's misfortune, tomorrow Allah can turn the table and while sitting in your house, Allah will disgrace you too. So don't laugh gee, at the misfortunes of other people. Instead, make dua of hidayat. Can Allah give them hidayat? And do, do your duty as a Muslim. Amar bil maruf and nahi anil munkar. Right, I'm going to give you a beautiful recipe. Uh-huh. Avoid six vices, six major gunas. Which begin with the letter Ghain. Ali Ba You come Ain Ghain. We all went to Madrasa Tahti. We learned this Yasinal Quran part one Nurani Kaida in the olden days. Yeah. Avoid six vices. Beginning with the letter Ghain. What are those six words or six gunas? Six vices that they start with the letter, the formation of the word. The first letter is with the rain. Gulu, extremist. Some of us are so extremist that you cannot believe. Exceeding the proper limits. 
is so extremist. Avoid it. And don't be so passive, so lenient that somebody can ride over you. Avoid hulu. Don't overdo it. Don't overreact. Hulu mat karo. Number two, ghil, malice and hatred. All these big words will start with the letter ghil. So the first letter is blue, to exaggerate, to exceed the proper limits. Avoid it. It's not good. Khairul umuri awsatuha. The middle part is the best part. Number two, ghil. Malice. May Allah remove this malice in our hearts. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam walked into the masjid. And Rasulullah said to the sahaba, this sahabi is jannati. Allah is going to grant him jannat. Rasulullah is giving him glad tidings in this world. The next namaz came. Again, the sahabi walked into the masjid. Rasulullah said to the sahaba, this sahabi is a jannati. So one of the ashabs decided, you know what? I need to follow and see what this Sahabi is doing, extraordinary, that Allah Ta'ala, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is giving him glad tidings in this dunya, okay, his agenda. Mm. So he goes up to him and he says that, you know, I don't have a place to stay. Can I be your guest? So the Sahabi said, yes, you welcome. Allah has kept this beautiful quality of Mehman Nawazi. Remember those two Azizo and friends. If Allah sends a gift to your house, that house is full of Allah's mercy and rahmat. And whatever evil spirits, whatever evil is in that house, as the guest leaves, he takes it out with him. Subhanallah. It's an honor to have a guest in your house. So that Sahabi said, can I be your guest? He said, Fadl, Bismillah, come with me. So the Sahabi observed him. And finally, he, 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 he let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And he said, really, you know, I was not looking for a place to stay. I have a house. But I was very curious to know, what are you doing so special? That Allah, the Rasul, has given you glad tidings of Jannah in this world. So he said, well, you stayed with me during the day you saw me in the masjid. During the night, you were my guest. You saw what I do at night. It's nothing extraordinary. I get up for tahajjud, I read my zikr, I read my Quran, and that's it. But yet, there's one thing that I do. Is when I go to bed at night, I sit on my bed, on my musalla, and I make a dua to Allah. Mm. So, may Allah make us, Allahumma ja'alna mina shakirin. Allah make us from those who are grateful. The Sahabi says, you know, I just make this dua to Allah. Oh Allah, I forgive each and every person from deep down in my heart, who has caused me any pain or suffering. Allah, I forgive them for your pleasure. SubhanAllah. The Sahabi said, well, most probably, this is why Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, said, this person is a jannah. Mm. I was saying to you, before you asked me the question, what is the spiritual benefit of forgiveness? Sure, sure. But look at the health-wise, the physical aspect. So some studies found that when you as a Muslim learn to forgive and you forgive, it lowers the risk of a heart attack. You are bottling up with anger every day. Day and night when you see somebody, you are so angry, you can kill that person. Mm. What are you doing to your body? They've already destroyed your soul. Now it's your body that's now taking the hammering. Because there's a rage in you. There's an anger in you, Malana. So the studies have found that forgiving is good for your health. In which way? Malana, it lowers the risk of heart attack. 
It improves your cholesterol level and your quality of sleep. It reduces pain. It controls your blood pressure. It protects you from anxiety, mm. depression, and stress just by making a mark. Let go. You do not become as if you are Allah. If Allah can forgive the worst sinner, who are you and me? And sometimes we say, I will never forgive him. Yes. Fine, don't, don't forget what happened. Yes, it's hard to forget, but forgive. When you're Malik, on the day of Qiyamah, you know, there's an incident where a pious servant, his wife, she cooked food, a meal one day, and she forgot to add salt. These are not fairy tale stories I'm telling you. It's a reality. She forgot to put salt. It happened many times. Our wives, mashallah, our mothers, they forget. So must we make a big fuss about it? Must we swear? No. So he tasted it, and he saw it was tasteless, but he made sabah. And he said, never mind. For the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A few days later, he passed away. And somebody saw him in the dream and asked him, how did Allah treat you? Mm. He said, Allah ta'ala forgave me. On what grounds? But Allah Park said, you showed little bits of patience and perseverance on my bandi. She forgot to put salt. You didn't get angry. You did not assault her. You did not hit her. You did not swear at her. You made my bandi maaf. You forgave her. So Allah Park said, Me, I'm Arhamar Rahimi. Mm. I'm the most forgiving of those who forgive. For so your good gesture of forgiving my bandi, I've forgiven you. Subhanallah. Learn to forgive. Mafkar nasik. How long are you going to hold these grudges? Centuries. Hmm. You're going to go deep in your cover. Allah does not accept the dua of any Muslim male or female who does not speak to their Muslim brother for more than three days. Less, more than three days. They break ties. They don't speak. They don't make salam. Nothing. None of your ibadat is accepted by Allah. Your duas are not accepted by Allah. What face are you going to face Allah? Do we know the severity of breaking ties of your Muslim brother? Yes, there are certain circumstances. If the person is breaking the laws of Allah continuously after giving him advice, then the best thing to do is make salam and continue. But look at the benefit. As I said to you, Allah has given us the title of Ibadur Rahman. And yeah, from your health point of view, look at what benefits do you enjoy. It lowers the risk of heart attack. Mm-hmm. Allah protects you from anxiety, depression. We all went through this phase. We're angry with our wife. We don't speak to them for one day. Okay, one day you'll, okay, manage it. Comes the second day, a little bit more managed. But by the third day, Gee, if you got Iman and you got Allah's hope in you, you can't take it. You mm-hmm. either make salam or you say, I'm sorry. This is a barakat of Iman. This is a barakat of unity, brotherhood, muhabbat, respect. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Oh people, seek repentance from Allah. Tawbu ilallahi tawbatan this is what we need to do before Allah. Let's do the cleansing of the heart. Ustad, do, uh, do you want to correct the brother here from Chatsworth on that point that oh, you no. just made now? He oh. says that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa forgave, but didn't forget. So what's the use for giving? I mean, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa didn't forgive him totally from escort. Ustad. No, I think Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that wahshi. Was the person who killed Hadrat Hamza. 
He did the worst. He mutilated the body of Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. And later he accepted Islam. And Rasulullah forgave him. And said to him, only one thing, do me a favor. Please do not sit in front of me. Not because I hate you, or I dislike you. Mm. But when I'm going to see you, my thoughts will run towards my uncle, Hadrat Hamza, who was very dear and near to me. So right, forgiven, but it's hard to forget. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Here is an example from Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He made the biggest guna. He killed Hadrat Hamza, Rasulullah's beloved uncle. Hadrat Hamza would do anything for Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He asked for forgiveness. He came begging. Allah forgave him. Rasulullah forgave him. But Rasulullah said to him, please do me a favor. Don't come in front of me. Mm. Sit in the side or sit somewhere that I do not see you. Not because I hate you, but it will just bring back memories. So the brother is asking a question. You can forgive, yes. It's hard to forget. But if you can forget, فَمَنْ أَفَا وَأَصْلَحَا Allah Pak says when it comes to revenge, a tooth for a tooth. An eye for an eye. You took my eyes, I'll take your eyes. Hmm. For Quran. But for man afar, and the one who forgives, for aslaha, and he makes peace. For Allah. He will be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is akhlaq karima. That is akhlaqi azima, akhlaqi hasan. That you have the power to take revenge, Allah. You enter to take revenge. But you say, many Allah kill him after. The Quraysh who ill-treated Rasulullah, they chased Rasulullah out of Bakatul Bakr. They banished him. But when Allah gave victory, inna al-ladhi farada alayka al-Qur'ana la radduka ila ma'ad. When Rasulullah walked in as a victor, Back into Makkah from the place where he chased him. The Quraysh were shivering with fear. Those big, big leaders and persecutors were shivering with fear, shaking like a leaf. What would Rasulullah do to us today? The atrocities, the murdering of the Sahaba, the killing of the Sahaba. They did it openly and they were proud about it. Now, Allah has turned the table. Rasulullah is now the victor, Amirul Mu'mineen, coming back to Makkahul Mukarrama. Bilal radiallahu ta'ala is instructed by Rasulullah, stand on from the Kaaba and give azan. And make this announcement to make all these leaders of the Quraysh who are kuffar. To put them at ease. La tasliba alaykumul yawm. Today I have no grief against you. I have no grudge against you. I have no malice against you. Who is saying this? Rahmatul lil alameen. Who has persecuted the most in the world. And Rasulullah was asked the question, Ya Rasulullah, who suffered the most? He said, I suffered the most. Thereafter, who came after me, they suffered. And then after them who came, they suffered the most. But if you're talking about suffering, who endured it the most? Me. Today, I have no grudge against you. You are, you are free. You are maaf. Go. This is akhlaqi karima or akhlaqi hasan. Hazrat Yusuf salam's brothers, what they did to him, they dumped him in that well. See? Why? Because they felt that the father was showing favoritism to Hazrat Yusuf salam and his younger brother, Benyamin. It's a long story. I'm not going to go there. But when they came to know what they did to their brother, they threw him into that well. 
And from there, where Allah took him to Egypt, and he became, MashaAllah, the wazir. He became the minister of finance. Ah. And when he identified, Ana Yusuf wahaza akhi. I'm Yusuf, that brother of yours, who you'll throw into that well, thinking that he's going to be dead and we'll have the full attention of our father, Hadrat Yaqub Again, Yusuf said to them, La tasriba My brothers, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you for what you did to me. See, this is what the, the spirit of forgiveness for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what's lacking in us, Malala, because so much of ego, so much of pride. For me to say I'm sorry is the most difficult word. But to use a vulgar word is on the tip of my fingers, on the tip of my tongue. Take any vulgar word is there. But to say I'm sorry, no. And Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam said, Go for us, lakum. This is a Nabi of Allah. Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam. He said, inshallah, shortly I will make istighfar for you all. For what you did to, to me, Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam cried for 40 years. He became blind. Oh Allah, I have no one else to complain to. Allah, my sadness and my grief, I put it to you. But Allah Pak said to the Ummah of Rasulullah, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبًا وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Give glad tidings to those who have been tested by Allah and in the difficult moments call out to Allah وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبًا to Allah do we belong, and to Him is our return. There is no better dua in the world than inna lillahi wa inna Not only when a person dies, but we thought in Madrasa, mashallah, when a person dies, we can rapidly analyze. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. One day Rasulullah was sitting with Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala and there was a lamp burning. So a breeze came and extinguished the lamp. So Rasulullah said, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu said, Ya Rasulullah, why you read this dua? He said, yes, there was some inconvenience. Because we belong to Allah and we return to Allah. Hmm. So whenever you are distressed, whenever you are depressed, read Inna Lillahi wa Inna Ilayhi So before I forget, those six vices that we must abstain from, which will mm-hmm. help us from now into the month of Ramadan and the rest of our lives, save yourself and protect yourself from being an extremist. Hulu. Number two, ghil, malice. Number three, ghurur, pride. What destroyed shaitan? What made Allah Park throw him out of Jannah and curse him till the day of Qiyamah? His pride. He was an alim. He was an arif. He was an abid. But he was not an ashik. When you can be what you are. Ashik means that you love and what love comes obedient. You can't say I love you and I'm disobedient to you. Yet lies. Yeah, I love you. What a corn word this is. If you really love Kulin Kuntum to Allah if you love Allah and obey Nabi Kareem sallallahu Allah will love you. So shaitan, 
because of his pride and arrogance, and what was his argument? His argument with Allah was that, Allah, you created Hazrat Adam salam from dust, and you created me from fire, and fire is better than dust. Haq. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed him from Jannah and cursed him till the day of Qiyamah. So Allah must protect us from pride. Number four, ghaflat. Hey, Musalmano, jago, wake up. We're sleepy. Don't become ghafil. Don't become oblivious. Ghafil mat bano. Hey, Musalmano, jago, oh Muslims, wake up. We are sleeping, jago, wake up. Ghaflat. We're spending our life as ghafilin. We've got no other work. Lazy, lethargic, oblivious. No. Ramadan is a month of ibadat and a month of reaping sawah. And the fifth one, ghibat matkaro. We spoke about this this week, Manana. The evil of backbiting. And the last one, ghussa, anger. Sahabi comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says, Ya Rasulullah, give me advice in one word. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La taghdab, don't get angry. So, Mulana, I don't know if you have some questions, but I want to leave you with a dua. And the dua is for forgiveness. If you want Allah to forgive you instantly, one of the du'as mentioned by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Subhanallahi al-Azim wa bihamdihi la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. We all know it. Subhanallahi al-Azim wa bihamdihi la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfee. Hmm. You see, to thank Allah for a blessing. As Allah Pak said in the Quran, in shakartum la azidannakum. Be grateful and express your gratitude and shukar. And Allah says, I will increase it for you. Imam Shafi'i rahmatullah said, to thank Allah Ta'ala for a blessing. Is a blessing itself. Subhanallah. To thank Allah Ta'ala for a blessing is a blessing itself. So, inshallah, together with this, if Hudur Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, O oh, people, seek repentance from Allah, verily I seek repentance from Allah a hundred times a day. Rasulullah is masum inna fatahna laka fatham mubina liyaghfira laka Allahu ma taqaddama min dhambik wa ma taakhar O my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we have forgiven you so Hazrat Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala is to feel sorry for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam she's a wife that at night Rasulullah is standing and crying to Allah sobbing for who? for me and you and see how ungrateful we are. We do not follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. We don't practice it. We don't spread it. We don't appreciate it. We don't follow it. But Rasulullah, 1400 years ago, cried for us. Allahumma ghfir ummati. Allah forgive my ummah. Allahumma ghfir ummati. Allah forgive my ummah. Brother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Imagine Rasulullah is saying, Oh people, Repent, seek repentance from Allah. Because I make more than 100 times istighfar to Allah Rabbul Alameen. Daily. One day, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, when she heard Rasulullah crying and sobbing in tahajjud namaz, and the cry that was coming from inside, from the heart, is like sound that was coming out from Rasulullah's chest. You know, when you sob sometimes, and you cry when you are really hurt, one is as far as I'm crying. And one is when you cry from inside, from your heart. When you're making dua to Allah, when you're making zikr 
of Allah Rabbul Alameen. The cry that comes, it's like a baby. Mm. Uncontrollable. Rasulullah is crying. Rasulullah's ankles are swollen, standing for long hours, supplicating. So Hadith Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when Allah has given you such great tidings, khushkhabri, that you are forgiven. We have given you the highest and loftiest position, Ya Rasulullah. Then Ya Rasulullah, what is the need for you to struggle so much, strive so much? Look at the words of the Prophet sallallahu Rasulullah said to her, Afala akunu abdan shakura. Shakura. Shouldn't I be grateful to my Allah for whatever he's given to me? Subhanallah. So Allahumma ja'alna mina shakirin. And Allah ta'ala make us from those who are grateful. Hmm. I'm not sure if you have any more questions, but inshallah, Allah ta'ala accept us, get Ameen. us in readiness, make tawbah, make peace with your family, connect with Allah Rabbul Alameen, and then see the benefit that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us. And I end this year with the final nasihat that Huzoo sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said five things. Hadrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates this hadith that Allah ta'ala ne firmaya jo cheez mene haram karar di hai usse bachho. Whatever Allah has forbidden, abstain from it Allah will give you the title of Abidin. Abd. It's a very respected and honored word when Allah Park is saying, You are my banda. As you say, you know, out of respect, Mulana, mm. you know, the old people would put their hand on our head and say, Beta, even if it's a girl. See, they won't say Betty, they say, Beta, ye mat karo, Beta, ye karo. It's such a great honor for your mother, your grandmother, or your ustad to say, Beta, isse mat karo. So Allah Ta'ala ne jo cheeze haram karar di hai. Whatever Allah has made haram, stay away from it. Allah will make you a true servant and worshiper of His. Number two, Allah Ta'ala ne jo tumari kismat mein likh di, whatever Allah has written in your tabdeer, Good or bad, be happy with Allah's decision. By doing so, Allah will give you richness just to accept Allah's decision. Many of us, our iman is weak sometimes. When tragedy hits us, then such evil thoughts come to our shaitan is coming now. He wants to damage your iman. He wants to deprive you of the kalima. Put this thought, how can Allah do this to me? Why Allah did this to me? Couldn't Allah find somebody else? Is it only me that I have to suffer in this world? Why must I suffer all the time? Shaitan comes and puts this waswasa. Firmaya, Allah ta'ane jo kismat me tumari liye likdi. Whatever Allah has written for you, good or bad, us par razi ho jau. Accept it and be happy. Tum ghani ban jau. Allah ta'ala will enrich you. Thirdly, love for your Muslim brother, what you love for yourself. Muslim will be a good Muslim. Or for treat your neighbor with respect. You'll become a true mu'min. Nice. Have we made peace with our neighbors? We fight on petty issues. Mm. We don't respect the privacy of our neighbors. We build such high walls. This is a big musibat, Mawana. You know, we have entitlement. But Allah has given air, water, free to us. Do we pay for oxygen? Mawana, you saw what happened in the COVID? Mm. We have to pay for oxygen. But when Allah gave us all our lives to breathe freely, with every breath that we took in, did we say Alhamdulillah? But in the hospital, we had to pay for that oxygen. See? 1,000 rand, 2,000 rand, 5,000 rand, 25,000 rand. 
were importing those oxygen cylinders from Germany and throughout the world to give you artificial oxygen. But when Allah gave you and me, Mulana, free every day we wake up, any amount of oxygen. Then one day we make shukar to Allah. That my lungs are functional, I can breathe. My, my body is healthy because pure oxygen is going that helps the blood. Did we make shukar to Allah? So sometimes we build these big, big walls. Did we take ijazah from the neighbor? Because you're depriving him of sunlight. You're depriving him of fresh air. Your walls are six meters high. What air is going to come in that next door neighbor's house? Allah, if you went and asked the neighbor, look, I want to put this wall up. Do you have any objection? Or do you want to share in the expenses? Or I'm going to put it up with my own money, but I need your permission. Mm-hmm. So we do that. So for Maya, hamsaya ki husne karo. Be good to your neighbors. Rasulullah said, I became so scared to such a degree that Allah Pak had emphasized the importance of neighbors looking after them that I was afraid that most probably Allah will make them that they should also inherit from inheritance. And lastly, don't laugh. People when they go to the show, all these uh, fancy shows where they crack jokes, they make mazak of Islam, they make mazak of the Quran, they make mazak of religion, to be little people, or hum pagalo ki like fools, we are grinning and laughing. See, from my, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never laughed aloud. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala says, I never heard Rasulullah laugh aloud. We laugh so loud you can hear it down the street. But Rasulullah had a beautiful smile. Ta'ana basaman. Farmaya ziyada na hasakaro. Fal yadhaku qalila wal yabku katira. La pak said, laugh less and cry more. Those who keep laughing and grinning, laughing loudly. We sit and crack jokes and we laugh aloud. It weakens the heart. It blackens the heart. The marifat of Allah, the nur of Allah is gone. So may Allah Ta'ala protect Ameen. us. And Allah Ta'ala grant us to to make sincere tawbah. Allah Ta'ala give us the energy that whatever wrongs we have committed and gunas, Allah forgive it, inshallah. And Allah give us tawfiq and hidayat Ameen. to be on the sirat al-mustaqeen. And Allah Ta'ala give us more on husni khatima. I don't know if you have a question or not, Mulana, but wa akhiru da'wana mm. anilhamdulillahi rabbil alam. Of course, Ustad, we will be speaking to you tomorrow, inshallah, at 10 o'clock to half past 10 hour nikah, inshallah. And of course, Saturday morning, inshallah, Ustad. Inshallah, we will do so. Barakallah. Fiya manila. Jazakallah, Mulana. Can I ask you a question? Jazakallah, please. If you are given a BMW or a camel, what would you choose? Come on, Ustad. Come on, Mona, I'm asking you a fair question. If you're given a BMW or you're, and you're given a camel, what would you accept? Uh, definitely a BMW. No. Okay, Jazakallah. Okay, I won't ask you. I won't ask you why. But right, the camel, I'll take the camel. <laughs> I would take the camel, Mona. That was Rasulullah's favorite animal. Allah. When the first Wahi came, Rasulullah sat on a camel. Mm. And Allah Ta'ala sent Wahi. And the name of that camel was Kuswa. So yes, mm. just on a lighter note, no, no, I'm just, I'm just mm. trying to say, G, G, sometimes G. what choices that we want, okay, fair, I mean, you would go for a BM because it's got style, it's got power, and I think all BM drivers show off, including myself. G. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a good question. Allah Ta'ala protect us, inshallah. Six minutes after 10, South African time. We leave it there, my beloved, wonderful listener of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah. Well, Jama'a, it's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening here in Durban. So tomorrow morning, we will be live on Radio Al-Ansar International with my engineers, Haji Abu Yusuf and Haji Riaz Hussein. 
from myself and uh, our beloved engineers, Brother Lakalo in Johannesburg, and of course Dawood Monty here in Durban. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadinasa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa